and welcome to GradCast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I'm your host, Nicole Plaznov. And I'm also your host, Vicki Telios. And we're here today with James Alexander. Hello, James. How's it going? I'm your guest, James Alexander. <laughs> All right, James, why don't you tell us what program you're in and what your research is? Okay, I'm in uh, Masters of Geology, my second year of that. Uh, mostly focused on gold exploration, uh, more so kind of, um, you know, gold mineral perigenesis, uh, which we could jump into. It's, it's figuring out the relative timing um, of gold mineralization in the West Central Yukon Territory, where I've uh, worked for the past four field seasons. So James, how did you get into that field of work? It's very specific and I'm not really sure what the trajectory is in terms of that career path. Okay, well, I, uh, I began my undergrad. My first year was in general arts uh, and then I switched into geology in second year. So by my fifth year, um, I attended PDAC, PDAC conference. It's the Prospectors Developers Association of Canada. It's a big mining convention held every year uh, in Toronto in early March. Um, and there I, uh, I met, I knew I wanted to go to the Yukon, uh, had, had an interest in working for the geological survey there. Um, but I, I spoke with someone at Ground Truth Exploration at a, I think it was the student, student industry networking luncheon. So it's when you go and you, you make connections. Uh, first conference I'd been to, I've been told certain things, how to you know, bring a bunch of cards and meet a bunch of people. Uh, I think I showed an interest in the science and I sort of knew where I wanted to go. And I, uh, I, it was Jody Gibson. I just asked, asked him about himself and, uh, and, and the work he's doing out there. And employers like to, everyone likes to talk about their own things. So that's how you actually get to know someone is uh, <laughs> tell them less about yourself and just have, you know, have questions ready. Um, yeah, we established a good relationship and I actually started, started working out there uh, after my fifth year. Um, Actually, this was in my fourth year. So, so then I did my fifth year, uh, did another season. And then um, after my second season, we, we, made a, we, we made a gold discovery uh, in the Yukon. So that was in 2018. And at the end of that season, I was speaking to Rob Carpenter, who's an adjunct professor at Western. He was also the director of the company at the time. And um, he was giving me career advice, <laughs> you know, again, with the specialized field, you know, well, you go, you got to work here and uh, well, you got to work in a mine for six months and, and you got to do your master's. He was sort of going on and I kind of cut him off and I, I said, uh, what could we do on, on, on this recent discovery we made? Um, he said, would you come to London? So I said, uh, yep, uh, my sister goes there. So uh, that's even better. I did my undergrad at Queens with my older sister and I'm doing my uh, master's uh, in science here at Western. My younger sister Jade also goes here. So that was the brainchild I did another season, log and core. So by the time I started my master's last year, I'd done three field seasons and I, I'd collected my samples. That's my long-winded response uh, to how, <laughs> the genesis <laughs> of why I'm here. That's cool. Wait, what's the name of this company? Uh, White Gold Corp is the junior mining company. Uh, Ground Truth Exploration was the contracting company that I work for. They do a lot of exploration work, um, you know, sample collection to get your data to, you know, find uh find your best friend elements with the gold that's sort of the pathfinders is the is the term sort of we use so a lot of what we do you know soil sampling we have a database of about four hundred thousand soil samples across about a million acres uh, and 40 or so properties in the west central yukon white gold owned properties 
Um, and so, you know, we essentially go out there and, you know, use all types of, you know, scientific methods, IP resistivity, uh, digim, airborne, sort of uh, geophysics, soil sampling, drilling. Um, but what we're essentially looking for is, is gold eventually. Um, but a key thing there is uh, locating those pathfinder elements. So the best friend elements and actually figuring out which, which elements are best friend elements to gold. And that's where my thesis actually steps in um, because that's your actual uh, geochemistry. Um, but we're also focused on the mineralogy. So I've been doing a lot of petrography, microprobe analysis, um, and uh, synchrotron radiation x-ray diffractive work. <laughs> Those are a couple of terms. <laughs> Essentially what it is, is, is I'm, I'm describing sort of what minerals we're seeing present with the gold, uh, uh, you know, both qualitatively, as you would with petrography and sort of with your eyes, but also uh, quantitatively with uh, synchrotron x-ray diffraction, which we can jump into it's it's pretty exciting but yeah that's uh that's where i kind of fall in and so so just to clarify so these best friend minerals they're just minerals that are most likely to be found with this gold right yeah so it can it can be specific to certain target areas um but you also want to look on a sort of more regional scale um you know so in certain areas knowing maybe your your rock type and uh your alteration um the type of system involved and maybe the structural controls uh, you also you know if we we have this crazy geochemical uh, database it'd be very interesting to know not just the geochemistry but the the mineralogy so you know our whole exploration strategy is looking for these best friend elements so you know gold found with silver arsenic lead bismuth tellurium uh, antimony it all it all depends it depends you know on a local scale but we can also, with you know, that much data, look look regionally. Like, is there a large scale fluid flow? But we can also detail things locally. So it's just it's just a more an advanced way to not just look at your best friend elements, but uh, also the the best friend minerals, which are just a conglomeration of of those actual elements found with the gold. If that does that uh, does that does that ring ring true? Yep. So, so thinking about those best friend elements and uh, minerals, how does that, are there any trends associated with um, the type of minerals and elements that are associated with gold across regions or specifically in the Yukon? Is it, is it sort of translatable to other areas where gold might be found? Mm, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the vertigo itself, um, yeah. You know, I also view it. So the vertigo target is, is my study area. Um, I view it as a bit of a playground for this um, because we, we are seeing, you know, initially what's what sparked interest in, in doing work there um, is we saw geochemical uh, pathfinder associations with gold mineralization that was unlike, you know, any known models, for instance. So, you know, you know, certain models thrown out there uh, if it's uh, intrusion related gold maybe you'll have you'll have bismuth um uh, you know something like that uh that other ones you know maybe if it's epithermal you're gonna have tellurides uh you know some silver in there and so on orogenic could have well then then it starts to depend on the rock type but um what this could do is actually help you know propose a, a model for uh you know a, a different source uh, because the gold that we're seeing 
Uh, we're seeing gold with bismuth, arsenic, tellurium, lead, uh, and silver. I hope I hope I didn't leave anyone out, but that that's not typical of of many gold deposits. It also tells us okay, there's a good chance that there were multiple events, um, which is something that I'm you know I'm definitely starting to see. But uh, you know something like that, yeah, it, it, you evolve the literature, and that can translate. Uh, on a district scale, regionally, and uh, and globally, if you have a similar um, tectonic setting, you know, right. But our, our understanding of these of these systems and our models used to describe them um, are still pretty rudimentary. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a huge benefit, uh, even even on a you know on a grander scale, um, with with describing, you know, a, a mineralized system. Um, specific to one area, but with, you know, larger scale implications. So why the Yukon? Like what, is that where most of the gold in Canada is? Or why did you decide to go up there? Mm, um, <clears throat> well, I tree planted after my first year of university. That's when I decided to switch programs. I guessed pretty well in my economics final in first year. So I thought I would, uh, I thought I'd major in that. Um, but then I took a geology course in, in second year and I'd always had a rock collection, um, fossils and everything, but I, I was never thinking of doing geology because, you know, that involved science and math, which I wasn't terribly gifted at. Um, but I took this course and I loved it. And I was already actually accidentally enrolled in the, uh, the science, science calculus. Absolutely. Mind you, I hadn't, I was, yeah, I was, well, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was in you know, the economics calculus, but I was in the science one and, um, which was good. I still hadn't done my physics or my chemistry, but, uh, I was taking those and economics was a good challenge. And as was calculus with my geo courses, those were pretty fun. So I took a few more. Um, and then I, I wrote my calc final at the, at the end of my second year. And I, I finished that. I walked out and I was already doing physics in the summer. Cause I was starting this, uh, you know, to, to translate into, you know, doing the prerequisites to get into geology. So, um, finished my calc final, walked to the library, I think it was about seven minutes between the two. And I signed up to redo calc, uh, <laughs> over, <laughs> over the summer. So, um, yeah, I liked, I liked calc so much. I did it twice. Uh, so, so that was my summer of second year was calc and physics. And then third year, I really got to, you know, take some geology courses. I took chemistry, uh, at the same time, but you know, after after spending a summer doing that, um, it's something I'm not generally great at. Uh, geology was was more you know something I felt lucky to to study. Um, so yeah, there's always a lot of enthusiasm there. That hasn't gone away. But then um, I, I tree planted another year, and I met someone out tree planting who'd been to the Yukon. And he'd worked on the uh, Yukon Geological Survey. And I thought, well, that sounds, that sounds pretty awesome. And well, I'm studying this now. So um, I had the idea to go work for the survey guys, but I met, I met Ground Truth uh, and, and Jody at, at PDEC. Um, Jody Gibson and I, it was, it was too cool what they were doing out there. I mean, they were sending cameras down holes in the ground and I don't, I don't fully, you know, yet understand, um, you know, sort of exploration and mining. I mean, I've, I've taken a couple of geology courses and I know I want to, go field map in the Yukon. Uh, but this company was doing some pretty, some pretty innovative stuff. Um, and I got to, you know, become a part of that and just that's sort of how it, how it developed into there. Um, 
speaking on the Yukon itself, why there? I mean, that, that, that's for me, but a, on a larger scale, I guess beyond myself, um, it's relatively underexplored. Uh, it is a far north region. So, I mean, we're working on, on access. There's a resource gateway project. I think that's due for completion maybe in 2027. I don't want to use the wrong numbers. 10 years or something, it'll be, it'll be done. But, you know, once we have access, that'll help us actually, you know, start to explore and develop some of these far north um, north regions but it's very much grassroots uh, there's grassroots and there's brownfield exploration the difference brownfield is you know where you know where an existing mine is or proximal to an existing mine a very well-known and established place where you can extract resources uh greenfields is, is more well known you know you're, you're going out there and you know the, the chances of finding something are are far lower but uh you know canada's got a lot of a lot of northern regions um still relatively underexplored and and miss you know not entirely understood so i think there's huge gold potential um in in the yukon itself and it's placed in between alaska and the dog leg of alaska and, and bc and you know you got the golden triangle to the south um the yukon's had a lot of uh you know structural motion and what we see is a lot of you know structurally related um gold mineralization there but that's uh yeah that's why invest Yukon. <laughs> so it sounds like you you're quite well versed in the Yukon territory and seeming you've seeing that you've been there um, quite a few times. What's your favorite part of being in the Yukon or what's your favorite um, experience that you've had up there? Mm. Oh, good question. Um, uh, tranquility. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> life's a bit life's a bit different when you're out there um i mean i like people so you know when i'm in a town or a city i'm i'm okay with that uh it's also nice to to be away for for a bit i think your not, not your, your your values maybe change not your values entirely but you know what what matters to you i guess change a little bit it's pretty simple out there i mean people ask me what i do for fun um i'm lucky in that my jobs is my fun and you know it's it's daylight during the summer it's daylight all the time so um you go you you work and your work is your fun uh some of the relationships out there actually my i was doing my fourth year and that was something actually that i sort of put my finger on it was actually you know seeing these people uh, the people i've got to meet too it's uh you know far beyond you know anyone i'd i'd really have, have met had i not you know gone anywhere just just by myself you have people from all walks of life Best part of the Yukon, okay, it's Dawson City. Uh, everyone should go visit Dawson City. Um, but I don't know, there's so many good things. That's a hard, I am I, I'm jumping around on my words here. It's, it's tough to answer. But you know, things are, the simplicity I like of it and that you, you eat, you eat, you sleep, uh, you, know, you work and, and you laugh. And uh, that, that is what sustains you for a while. Um, we were on a, I, I got to actually manage a trenching program this year. Uh, and that was a pretty, pretty cool experience. You know, I was a month out at camp with, um, you know, the only time I had was, was designated to, to running this, this project because, uh, you know, new to it and you want to do a good job and, and you're busy. Um, and we, you know, got to every, every day we sort of wanted to, you know, work for each other and sort of, you know, whatever your job is, people out there, they work hard and they enjoy themselves and they're sort of you know at, at peace with it and uh, and we work for each other so uh it was the first time you know you talk about you know being on a team 
uh, and the value in that. And I, uh, I recently sort of got to, got to under understand sort of what that feels like kind of big time with this, this program. So, uh, don't know if I've answered your question. There's, there's too many, <laughs> too many things I no, like about I, it. <laughs> I'm so jealous from all of that description. That sounds amazing. Now I want to go to the Yukon, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, imagine yeah, yeah. it's so beautiful up there too. Like you must get Northern lights and you say, I think if you told me that you take a helicopter to work and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 You know, a lot of it fall prospecting is fun, but yeah. You know, what we do is we do, you know, we, we, we jump in a helicopter and then we go to a, you know, usually a predetermined location. Like you plan a route, for instance, you know, oh, we see some anomalies here in the, you know, in the, maybe in the geophysics or in the, in the soils uh, or in the probe. And, uh, and we go and go and check that out. So it's pretty cool. The wildlife get to see, um, there's a sense of ownership. I get it. Like you feel like it's your, it's yours, but not a possessive ownership, more like a, you just feel you're, you're a part of it and everyone there sort of belongs and I could talk your ear off on the great things you know the Dawson City is amazing the people you meet there the bars it's all it's, it's it's a fascinating place with a rich a rich history um and if you stay till August you you get to see the the northern lights <laughs> so uh, and those are those can be pretty pretty spectacular would you say this is like for everyone like anyone should go see it or do you need to have like a certain type of personality and like to be able to mm. respect it and accept this fully. Oh, anyone, anyone would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm special for respecting it or anything like that. Anyone, anyone would, I think, you know, you, you see photos and you want to go places. Absolutely. Uh, it's just a matter of how, how long you want to stay, you know, so I'm a, I'm a personality. I'm able to shut certain things off and just, you know, get right stuck in um, doing it. But, you know, everyone's threshold of comfort is different. So, uh, you know, I can, you know, you know, some people have never been camping. Uh, so throwing them out in the bush in a helicopter and then going and setting up camp, that would be pretty, pretty insane. But you know, there's that, that doesn't have to be your experience. You know, it could just be going and visiting, but it is a, it's just this big wide open place. Um, you know, with some you know, incredible views and just a, there's, there's a serenity to it. It's a, it's, it's pretty neat. Uh, I don't know how many people have, put it into words what it means to them but I think I'm trying to get there so it sounds like from your masters that you have a really large travel component associated with the work that you do so now with COVID has anything changed with your master's work no I mean I won't uh probably won't be going to any conferences um I worked there this past summer I got to you know uh also collect a couple more samples that I that I needed. Uh, I tried to front load everything before my master started with my collection, albeit you know I, I had no idea what, <laughs> you, what, what. How do you how do you know? It's like not knowing what question to ask that thing. So um, you know I got to go back and 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 do that, but that was uh, I was already you know employed, so th that was pretty useful. Um, yeah, it would have been more of a, a challenge to get out there. I actually drove. I was I was going to do the drive, so I I drove from. Uh, London to Calgary to the Yukon and back uh, stopped through Vancouver to see some friends as well but um, that was that was fine uh, I got to go to some conferences last year um, but the travel component was great in that it just it, it tied together with helicopter time with work and I was I was the sort of lead core logger on the on the vertigo uh, diamond drilling program in 2019 2018 <laughs> whatever the years are 
Um, so no, I got, got, got pretty lucky there and yeah, got to go to, um, Roundup in Vancouver in December, I think. And then I got to go to PDAC in, uh, in March. We actually won a poster award for my, uh, <laughs> for my project, which was, which was pretty fascinating. Um, for me, it was probably the best day of my life. I also got COVID the same day. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> pretty, it's a, a pretty, a pretty funny one. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, you know, I speak on, uh, speak on having failed calculus and, you know, struggled with science. Um, I never thought I'd do a master's. Uh, it, it only sort of, you know, the master's was an outgrowth of sort of, um, you know, my, what I, what I, when I work, like, uh, I guess what I showed when I work, um, got the passion and I can, any, you know, all, all that a job is, is, is doing what you're asked and making your boss's life easier. Uh, I don't think you have to be particularly, you know, brilliant to to figure that out um but you know the 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 company guys they they had confidence in me um that gave me confidence to and and neil Banerjee he he agreed to to bring me on to do a master's so all of a sudden i'm i'm here at western last year and i'm like you know it's another you know big big blessing there um getting to getting to that you know if you have that excitement you're a bit uncertain uh it drives you and i had a i had a phenomenal sort of first six months of, of figuring everything out. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't looking around at anyone else. I was sort of focused on, on my own thing because the idea of comparing myself to someone else was probably pretty crippling because, you know, like, oh, man, we've got some smart, smart cookies in here. And, uh, and then what happened was uh, I had put together this, this product um, for, the, for the company and I presented it at PDAC. I didn't know you got judged on it uh, at, at PDAC, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm giving the presentation. Um, but I think by the time one of the adjudicators came around, I was I was in a good rhythm, and someone was asking the right questions. And uh, the thing was, is I knew my project. You know, I didn't I didn't go too too crazy in in detail, but I think they could they could tell that I'd I'd been there, and I was able to you know tie together the story, and also showing that that passion. And that's all good. I've always been told I got a lot of a lot of passion and a good attitude. And that's, that's hugely important. Um, what got me in, in receiving uh, an award for that poster was, it was kind of the first big time that uh, my effort translated academically. So, so I was pretty emotional. Uh, you know, not good to rub your eyes when you've been <laughs> touching everyone's germs. And I say, I say ugly crying myself to sleep is probably what, what the nail in the coffin on giving me the, uh, the virus, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how we got there, but that was the last travel I did <laughs> was, was, uh, was PDAC. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I love how honest you are about like, you're not just like hyping yourself up about, oh, masters is so good, it's so easy, it comes so easy. I like how you're actually talking about all the struggles you've had and how difficult it is to get there. Like if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell yourself? Oh. Yeah, it's always fun looking back. It usually comes down to, well, once you understand something, it's a lot less complex, right? So you probably want to tell yourself, you know, it's, it's pretty simple, and, you know, but I, that comes with, with, you know, going through it. So, you know, because now things are more simple, I, I you know, I'll spend less energy in certain areas that maybe now I think is, you know, wow, that's, that's minutia or that's tedious, so, you know, but. I've already spent that time. So 
I don't know how interested I am in talking to myself um, in the in the past, but I guess I understand. I I understand the question. It's not just <laughs> okay, other other grad for, students that are for starting me, yeah. their <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, you can do it. You don't have to be too special. Um, you focus on your thing, I guess. Uh, you know, it you know it might it might surprise you, but. Um, you know, we all we all have you know certain insecurities uh, for sure with whatever they are. Mine were always you know uh, grades or or whatnot, and you know um, focus on your strengths, uh, but do do spend the time. And, and sometimes that effort you know really does does translate. Um, yeah, but I talking the biggest thing. You know. Uh, Hmm. Stumped you. <laughs> yeah, like you know, stay stay grateful for the opportunity, but also recognize, okay, what's what am I, but what am I doing doing for for you, and where am I going to focus this energy? Actually, that's my biggest thing right now. Is you know, I've got all this energy, um, you know, but but am I am I doing this all for 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 who? And uh, you know, being a bit more selfish with some things, and and thinking and thinking about. What am I going to get out of this? Uh, is is actually an and that not might might not be the case for for everyone. Could be the complete opposite. You know, be, be less be less selfish. But um, for me, it's yeah, looking out for yourself and in, in any situation. Uh, you know, what are you what are you going to learn from it, and how are you going to grow as a as a person or a or a academic or professional um, from that? But look out for yourself because you know no one else has your best interest in mind. Other than you, there we go. I got to it. <laughs> yeah, All right, that's, James, that, that's well, what it is. Well, what are you getting out of this, James? Out of this master's? Well, I wake up, I, I go, and I have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sustaining my interest right now. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm doing something that I enjoy and that I I feel matters. And you know, it's you know, I don't I don't put too much. Uh, you know, credence on the the product. The product matters, um, but it is it is it is wholly the the process. Uh, the, the things I've learned just with you know dealing with people and you know getting through difficult situations. Um, that's what I'm getting. Like the actual the actual life skills. It's not entirely about the you know the specifics of the of the project or or the end result. It's um, it's your journey. <laughs> there's a reason they're saying for things. It's cheesy, but there you go. That's, sorry. <laughs> I love it. So James, you talked about your past self. You talked about your present self. And now I'm going to ask you about your future self. Um, so how do you see after you complete your master's, how do you see yourself moving into the, the workforce with your master's in hand? Oh, no, that's interesting. Um, so we got one minute here. Uh, you know, to some people, it's a you know, it's a it's a title. You, know, you get your piece of paper and you move on because you know, geology can be fairly old school. Um, it's it's essentially yeah, what I've what I've learned and, and the, the confidence gained from that and that that self belief. I've never had so much self belief than I than I do right now. So uh, you know, I can go on a job interview or, or go to someone and I can actually believe that like they want me to to work with them. Um, and that's a pretty cool feeling. And I've gotten that from doing this and from working in the summer and seeing myself in a, you know, a managerial role as well as, as the student. Um, yeah. You know, anywhere, anywhere I go is, you, you know, it's, 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 
a cool, cool thing. And it's, I don't think it's too, you know, out of the ordinary to, to think, but you should put yourself in that light that, you know, I can do this and you do want me to, to work for you. Thank you so much, James. This episode has been great. It was lovely to have you. Um, this has been GradCast, the official radio show and podcast at the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I've been your host, Nicole, and I've been hosting with Vicky. Uh, this episode's produced by Ariel Frame, and our lovely guest today was James Alexander. Um, James, if you have any shout outs that you'd, or any social media that you'd like to promote or any websites or anything, what would you, where would people find you? Oh, um, well, definitely look up White Gold Corp. Um, just uh, online there. It's a pretty, pretty awesome, awesome page just to sort of see, get an eye on, on what we're doing out there. Um, yeah, they got a pretty, pretty good social media uh, on LinkedIn as well. Anything White Gold Corp. Uh, myself, my Instagram handle is JamesAlexander95, and it's uh, got a couple of cool photos of the Yukon that I've <laughs> that I've thrown out there. So if you're interested, uh, yeah, you can have a look at some pretty awesome scenery. But uh, yeah, perfect. And for the rest of you out there listening, if you'd like to get involved with the show or get in contact with us, you can email us at gradcastradio at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at gradcastradio. To listen to us, we're on the radio, Western 94.9 FM, and you can also find our episodes on the website at gradcast or on podca podcast apps such as Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Alternatively, uh, there's podcasts available on YouTube as well at gradcastradio. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Bye.